Hey, and welcome back to the Gaming Verse. And um, I'm your host, uh, Tim Ingles, uh, or uh, TimBits91. And oh, before I, um, I just want to give everybody a heads up: is that I am looking into getting a um, office space, studio space to run out uh, soon, so I can film all my content and record all my content, like this podcast and everything. So I do want to apologize for some of the background noise. Well, with the cars and everything out outside. So, anyways, that being said, um, I, I will, let's uh, get into the show. So, so this one topic that I've been, um, there's been, I, I feel like there's still some debate about it, but I do want to talk about how, like, mobile gaming, PC gaming, and how they're they are really like revolutionizing all the gaming market. But then also too, how convenient having a digital copy of a game is compared to having a physical copy not saying that physical copies aren't better or anything i mean they're great collectibles and if you prefer a physical copy that's great that is great but if you're trying to um like i guess build up a, a big extension or a big uh, collection of games but you don't want to take up a lot of uh, clutter or have a storage space or save money is tight because physical copies tend to be a lot more expensive than uh, than digital copies. And so, so I kind of wanted to uh, talk about that. Oh, by the way, uh, before I continue, I just wanted to say that there i am having i'm looking into getting some guests on my podcast um like in the near future and what's great is that apps like uh, anchor is you can i guess from what you guess you can add other people to your podcast like up to 10 and i believe i haven't tried it yet though but i believe you can collab with people say if they're all the way in australia or the east coast like i'm on the west coast um you, you you can i think easily do that so, and I think it's been done before by by other people, so, other podcasters, so, that is definitely something I am looking into, and let me just, uh, recording a video version of this, let me just adjust my camera, there we go, alright, so, so physical copy, then digital copy, so, as we all know, throughout the history of video games, that it all started with the uh, physical copies because you know back in the oh <clears throat> actually let me go back a little bit so a lot, a lot like with anything too a lot of things started like years years prior to when it was finally commercial re- release like television started i guess in the in the 30s but wasn't commercially released until after world war ii and the same with video games too. I guess it started as far back as the late 50s, and it, but it wasn't commercial release until about 20 years later with Pong, and so 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 video games technically are about 60 years old, um, but I guess commercially and popularity wise, it's more about I want to it's more about 40 years. So just kind of subtract 20 years. Now of course obviously this was all before my time. I um I was born in the mid to late 80s early 90s that time period so so um I so video games were around before I was born and and of course there were physical copies and you know and of course you know there's nothing wrong with a physical copy that's what they had at the time and 
they had great art artwork from what I've uh, seen on them. I mean, great artwork on them. It's like like the old Atari, uh, Coleco uh, games and everything. I mean, they and of course you know the um, arcade games too because you know arcades have been you know they, they were around too in the 70s so and in, in the early 80s and it's just like the artwork on the cabinets of the of the arcade as well as the cartridges were so well done and so i mean it like and i know the, the biggest thing like like when they're trying to show action uh like how how much action is in the game is that they would pretty much they would pretty much have like a rainbow like a rainbow uh like rainbow stripes like coming from uh showcasing how how fast the character was moving that 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 aspect i thought was really really interesting and so oh, there we go so i feel like i feel like that like like video games like have a have a like physical copies definitely have their place in history um and of course when you get to the 8-bit air um the early ones were uh they look very um pixelated i think mostly because they wanted to resemble what was in the game and although games before nintendo were pixelated it was like the, the artwork though like i guess they wanted to really represent um i actually don't know what they were trying to represent but it was still pretty cool though so you know of course those cartridges too like when you have the uh, legend of zelda cartridge being in gold and you had um of course you know most of them were in like a gray um chrome chrome type of uh color but they all but the uh cartridges you know the hard physical copies had such unique uh colors in them and i know there were some other colors too like i believe the ninja turtles game although for what i remember might have been uh the typical chrome but there might have been a green version i'm not sure but that is definitely something to uh that is definitely something uh to check out they did have a green version i did notice though when they got into the snes versions like oh what was it it was a spider-man game uh, featuring uh venom that i believe was in red i do remember red i remember a few cartridges being in black but most of them stayed with the standard uh chrome chrome gray uh colored and oh and another feature that i noticed like like you know the sega genesis they were typically uh black they were black and of course the game boy was <clears throat> i mean and also too the game the game gear was also black too the, the game gear games from what i remember looked a lot like the of course you know i'm just i'm just talking about the beauty about physical games right now but <clears throat> but the game gear <coughs> sorry game cartridges looked a lot like the the genesis version of course they're you know by the same company but just a smaller version and and then of course you know game boy was pretty much like 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 a nintendo cartridge except it was uh smaller like the same uh, chrome color and everything and because you know at the time they were trying to they were like like game boy and game gear were pretty much miniature miniature versions of miniature handheld versions of the home uh consoles so that was 
So that, that, that I actually just didn't realize until recently. And so that is a pretty unique uh, feature. And okay, so, you know, physical copy, they definitely have their, you know, they're definitely, I mean, without, without them, we wouldn't have PC games. So PC games and uh, mobile games are really a a evolution from the physical cartridge games. That's really what what, what it boils down to, and and I I think that's really cool. So so I I know there might be some that like say oh well it's all changed and yes it's changed but it's not changed too much it's still. It's still the same, just an evolution. And if you look, and one thing I find about physical copies too, especially now, they have gotten a lot more portable because they're not as big and bulky as they as they were, like from the DS, uh, 3DS, Nintendo Switch, even. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm so amazed how the graphics and the, I mean, the graphics, the game design, how so much advanced that you can put it into like a small, small, small cartridge. That part I, th I find it really really cool and and of course you know physical copies too aren't limited to just cartridges either and now you also have this the CD air too when it comes to games with us the PlayStation Sega Saturn I I briefly remember Sega CD I barely yeah Sega CD the Sega Saturn uh, PlayStation Xbox I believe yeah Xbox uh, were CDs. So, I'm gonna scratch my nose real quick. So, those uh, were. So, so the, all that was all part of the evolution, and um, you know, of course, you know, CDs. You know, the early PlayStation games, especially, had like, like I remember, like, like for Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat trilogy, like for Shang Tsung, and he, I, I believe Mortal Kombat 2 was. I remember playing a, I remember a 32-bit version of Mortal Kombat 2. It might have been Sega Saturn. I don't think it was PlayStation. It might have been Sega Saturn. But anyways, I do remember Shang Tsung for play, a PlayStation version. You had to um, pretty much pick a character that you wanted to morph into, and then you'd be able to morph in like smoothly with no delay. But if you morph the other characters though. There was like a two-second delay while you morphed, and I do remember there was also like a second delay before you did the fatalities, and babalities, friendships, etc. So, whereas the advantage that the cartridges had, though, they didn't have that. However, though, the I the uh, if you're on a budget, though, now I was a kid, so you know my uh, parents, you know, would you know buy them for me and my brothers, but you know the CD obviously was a lot more. Uh, if you're on a budget, they were a lot more better better to do um, the CD. Now, of course, as you know, time went on, the CDs got more and more advanced. They got more, you could hold more on them. Um, cartridges were still, I remember the N64 had the cartridges. And then by the time the Wii came along, the Wii, and the, yeah, the Wii came along. I think, they, I don't know if they were still cartridges or not from what I remember. I do remember downloading digital copies, though. You had to connect to the internet. But I do remember digital copies, and so, so yeah, so you had the CD versions of the games, which was an evolution from the cartridge because, especially with the digital age really starting to come in, um, you know, like, like music was on CDs and everything. So I think they want really wanted to. It was it was kind of a weird time in the mid to late '90s, if I remember the kid like, 
um, DVDs were introduced, but VHS was still the thing, if, especially if you wanted to record stuff off a of TV. You had, um, but DVDs were supposed to be like a lot better with the menu buttons and everything. Although I do remember some, I remember some VHS with the menu button, but it was kind of awkward. And of course you had to rewind and fast forward, which could take forever depending on the speed of the VHS, but that's a whole nother, I don't want to get too off topic, but so you had that and then you still had cassettes though. Things were on, um, I still remember these commercials, two CDs, two cassettes, so, so pretty much the cartridges and the CDs were like pretty much a game version of those. It was like, you can either have it on a CD, which was for like PlayStation, um, or you can have it for the, at the time, N64, which was the cartridge, because by the time you got to the late 90s, I remember the news in 97 that... Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis were discontinued, and I remember, and they were still, stores were still ca like having um, Nintendo um, NES games that were marked down, like down to 50 cents and everything. They didn't have a whole lot like they did a couple years prior, but they were really starting to come. Um, like really, um, they still had quite a few left, and that lasted up until about 2000, I want to say, because by that point it was majority of Sega Genesis and Super Nintendos. And, and of course, you know, video rental stores, um, we could rent, we used, we used to be able to rent out these games, had, uh, they would sell, sell off their, um, uh, old, uh, you know, the games that were part of systems that were no longer, that were no longer in production, so, yeah, so pretty much, like, like, I would get games a lot, sometimes later, just because, you know, it was just, you know, more portable for my parents, and, and everything, but, yeah, so so pretty much like like by the late '90s, it was it was yeah you had a choice of CD as well as uh, cartridge. Now, me and my brothers, I think because 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 we had our old game system, they wanted to trade into the store called Funko Land. I don't know whatever happened to it, but they were almost like a like the GameStop of today, of what what GameStop is, or pretty similar, or pretty similar, and. From what I remember, yeah, we uh, we were trying to decide between, and Mortal Kombat 4 was going to be the deal breaker. Mortal Kombat 4 was going to be what really had our, was really going to make our decision. And we remember playing demos of it at a JCPenney at a mall. I don't know if JCPenney still, had, still does that or not. I'm not sure, but I do remember playing a... We were playing uh, the N64 version, and I don't remember where, but somewhere we were playing a uh, PlayStation version of it. And I want to say the main difference was with Goral. He, he was a playable character in, I'm not sure if he had fatalities, but he was a playable character in N64. And also, too, with Mortal Kombat Trilogy, that was also another deal breaker. That was... That was like like where you can play as the bosses like Motaro, um, oh what's his name, Shao Khan and everything as playable characters, but they had fatalities I want to say. But I do believe you could still play them in the PlayStation version of Mortal Kombat trilogy. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> oh man. Um, but. So that was another plus, 
and um, oh, let me just adjust my microphone. So, um, so those were deal breakers, and I don't remember what happened, but we decided on the PlayStation, probably because the games were, like I said earlier, were cheaper on the PlayStation, and, and we were so, I mean, I mean, games on a CD, I mean, to us, you know, remember, this was 1998, yeah, it was summer break from school, 1998, we were so fascinated by that, we were so fascinated by the fact we had a CD, a CD that we could play games on, now, granted, we had Sega Saturn and everything before, but... For some reason, a year later, we got really, 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 really into it. And, yeah, but and so from there on, it was pretty much like uh, PlayStation, you know, all around. And, and, we, still, and we still had our uh, SNES where we had our cartridge game. So, so, yeah, so, and of course, at the time, there was really no digital copies of games. I mean, when you did get a digital copy of a game you had to get on a CD, I mean you had to pretty much buy a CD-ROM version, I don't think that term is used anymore, but CD-ROM version and then uh, put the CD into the little CD slot of your um, modem and everything and then download it from there. You, you, I mean, I, yeah, at the time you couldn't download anything, so even with digital copies of games, and also too, technically those CDs were digital copies too. Technically, those were digital copies. Um, but as far as having and, and plus two, I don't think you had you needed the CD for the computer to play the game. You just downloaded it from there, and that was that was really really cool, cool to do. And um, now, of course, you know. So 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 it wasn't completely digital back then, and. I mean, it was, but it was, but you couldn't like download it. So, but but even then, you know, the graphics, even for the PlayStation Two, the graphics com compared to the games now, they looked very, very like, very. How do I say it? I do know, I do know, uh, games like Doom and everything were pretty uh, pixelated on the. And you had to play with a keyboard. I don't think you could play with a mouse. Uh, were pretty pixelated. However, the PlayStation had a like like and even the arcade version of those PlayStation games too they had oh yeah sorry I'm holding the camera <laughs> oh, oh let me start the camera real quick and restart it was starting to blink Anyway, so the so you had the uh, so yeah, so you had that. that they just look very blocky. That's the word, blocky. Like, 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 like they did not look as realistic as they do. I mean, back then they looked realistic for its time with the technology, but for comparing it to today's time, it looked very. Um, looks looks very blocky. Looks very blocky, and the gameplay was a little like 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 the, like like the one the one thing that used to 
that did annoy me back then with some of those games, but kind of annoyed me now, was to, I guess, to look dramatic, they would, like, have these different angles of the characters, and sometimes when they would talk, you didn't, their mouths wouldn't move at all, and that part I found kind of annoying, but it is what it is, I mean, it wasn't too bad, it wasn't like a deal breaker, just a little pet peeve that I had, and so, yeah, so, so you had that, and then I remember going into the 2000s, CDs and cartridges were still, still the thing, I don't remember much with, uh, don't remember much with uh, the Xbox, and uh, I do remember PlayStation 2 and 3, but I don't remember much of, of the, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Anyways, but I do remember the Wii, though. The, the original Nintendo Wii had a digital where you can download games, retro and new. I remember that. I remember that, and I guess the, and it was CD-based, I remember that. So, the, so the cool thing, well, yeah, so by the 2000s, by the mid-2000s, I do remember things starting to go digital, and, and I do remember with, um, Xbox, um, not sure about PlayStation, but with Xbox, for sure, uh, PC gaming and everything, you, you could really, you could start collaborating with other players around the continent, I mean, you weren't just limited to just whoever was right next to you at the time. I mean, you could pretty much like play with anybody. So, so, so I mean, so I feel like ten years ago was when the the digital revolution was really, really starting to come, and and I feel like I feel like like the gaming we know now was really starting to evolve from there. And of course, you had some mobile games and everything. Um, now mobile gaming was not taken seriously at the time at all, <laughs> at all. Um, which which I find was was wrong because I mean what's wrong with mobile gaming? I mean mobile gaming is really cool. I mean you can get your indie games out there and everything, but but anyway, so you had so so you had that, and then I remember um, there was a thing called Nintendo Direct, which I think still around, but I do remember Nintendo Direct being on the original DS games where you can take your Nintendo DS, connect to an connect to internet and then I guess play with almost anybody you can, or you can download games from Nintendo eShop which was similar to the to the um, Wii because the switch switched it no, it didn't, didn't come until last year to the Wii and that was really really cool and I remember on um, that as actually matter of fact I and, and the reason I, rem I remember some of the cartridges was because because Toys R Us still, and uh, Best Buy to a certain extent, still has a lot of those games for, like, uh, like unwrapped too, brand, like, new, new versions unwrapped uh, on their, um, at their stores, so, uh, and, and I want to say, I want to say the Nintendo 3DS games are slightly thicker than the DS games, but I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong on that, and so, uh, so that was that, and, oh, what else do I want to cover, too, so, so I believe that was really when the digital, the digital versus, um, hard copy was really starting to come, was really starting to uh, come into its own, 
and and of course you know there's always going to be place for physical copy games there's always going to be because not everybody's going to want the digital version but i feel like in the last five years or so digital versions are really starting to to come into its own i mean they are really starting to like to like, like I mean, I mean, you could, you could take a digital version. I mean, like, like the fact that, like, I have 60 games for my uh, 2DS Extra Large, and all of them except for one are digital copies because honestly, it was, it was just easier for me to organize. It's easier for me to, you know, because especially for the uh, case and everything that that um you get for it, you can only hold like six games. Well, seven technically if you leave one in the system, but it's it's really just. Um, but it's really just, uh, six you can hold, or seven, and so I feel like, I feel like digital copies are given, and plus with digital copies too, it's so much easier to stream, because if you have it on Steam, you have it on Twitch, um, you can stream, stream it all on Twitch, YouTube Gaming, uh, now Mixer, so, you know, and I really love how Twitch has, has its own games too, uh, let me scratch my eye real quick, hold on. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so, um, so, so I think that's one of the beauties of digital copies, and they're a lot more universal too. Digital copies are so much more universal. Um, now, granted, I am 50/50 on it. But I'm just looking at the cons. I mean, not the cons, the pros. The pros of digital copies. Yes, the pros of digital copies. So, um. They so much more organized. You can stream a lot better on platforms, and plus digital digital copies too. You can play with other people online. So much it's so much more user friendly when it comes to that. That is one of the big 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 thing big uh, pros with digital games and with mobile games too. You can game on the go so much more easier because you have your phone with you. You can game on the go. You can also play with other people buy a mobile on your phone with those mobile games that is what's so great about mobile gaming i think mobile games need to be in the same category in the same respect as other games i really 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 feel that way they really need to be in the same respect i know i'm really passionate about this but that's just how i feel yes we need mobile games to get respect let's give mobile games respect that it deserves Okay, okay. Anyways, uh, getting back on topic. Um, back on topic. So, but but physical games, they're great collectors. They're great collectors, especially the older games. You know, or even the DS games too. They're collectors' versions now too. They are now collectors' collecting versions. So, and and they're almost a part of history now. The same way if somebody were to collect. Um, VHS copies or DVD copies or Blu-ray copies or anything like that. And I'll, another thing I wanted to really mention too. Hold on a second. I'm holding the microphone and the camera at the same time. <laughs> Is to really enjoy the here and now while moving forward because you don't realize how much you don't realize how that time period has passed until it's gone. And you look back like, oh crap, this was really cool. Now I'm not one to really look back too. Much. I mean, I, I mean, I might go the memory lane here and there like I did on this podcast, but I don't like to live in the past. I like to keep moving forward. But I also love to see how things evolved um, as well. So like evolution of games and all that stuff. So 
so there's also uh, that but but uh, but I just wanted to say that digital games like like Fortnite Fortnite's a digital game that's like the most popular one of the most popular games right now Fortnite so and you know Minecraft too you know I, I, I saw a digital and that was the most popular game for for a bit and I saw a digital copy of that at Best Buy for sale for $20 Fortnite I feel like it's purely like it's free you can download it on your PC and soon and now I guess mobile now too so so there's that Fortnite the, the most popular game is a digital game that's what I'm trying to say that's why digital games are really starting to come into its own in popularity and it will continue so and I hope it continues so so anyways, I just wanted to really discuss um, mobile games, although it was briefly, but mostly PC games, yeah, PC games, and why they deserve to be in the same category as, or deserve the same respect as physical copy games. And anyways, that was uh, today's uh, Gaming Verse, and make sure to follow me at TimBits91. On um, you know various platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, of course Twitch, um, YouTube, Patreon, TikTok, formerly Musically, and pretty much um you know and then of course this podcast is available on Anchor, Podbeam, and anywhere else that podcasts are listened to, and. And I'll be having some content on Patreon soon. And I look forward to uh, catching you guys uh, next time. Bye.